0: All right, Jean, Ready. In. Chamesh. Alba. Shalosh. Time. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where
1: my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting thongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at?
2: Where my mom's at
0: podcast. <laughs> With Christina P. Oh you guys i'm so excited very special episode today with me is my favorite katie
2: morton it's so fun to be back
0: it is so great you're so wonderful i discovered you on youtube you're a licensed marriage and family therapist mft mft Mm -hmm. and you make these great videos that have just helped my life you go you cover everything and anything
2: Pretty much. Anything people ask. Whatever you want to know. If I can ask a colleague or know it myself, I'll make a video. She makes a video. (laughs) And so check out her YouTube channel,
0: Katie Morton. K-A-T-I-M-O-R-T-O. And she also has a fantastic book called Are You Okay? Which I have on my nightstand. I have the hard copy. I advise you to buy it. Just because I like to be old school and read and take it with me on airplanes. You can highlight it and stuff. That's right. And make notes and dog Mm -hmm, ear. Exactly. that book really was so helpful to me. What inspired you to write about Um, that one?
2: I think being online for eight years and just hearing the questions people had, it's like we didn't even know what to ask. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because people don't talk enough about the process of therapy or what it's like or what's a good therapist or a bad therapist because there are some shitty ones out there. Um, And so it was just that kind of stuff. I thought, if I already know this, why why does it have to be hidden, something that people don't talk about? I feel like books are either... Too woo woo, self helpy. No yes, offense. Yes. Yeah. Or they're made for clinicians like me, and they're too just heady. You don't even doesn't make sense to you.
0: Yeah. And
2: it's like where's the middle where it's just like, hey, this is what you need to know, and this yeah. is like in common language.
0: Yes, a hundred percent. Because I've I've read both of those. Like I'm too. I'm not into the woo woo. Like I don't need yeah. to know your spiritual stuff. And then either those clinical books from like, whoops, I just downloaded the wrong. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like I don't know what any of this Latin shit means. <laughs> but your that book is great if you're somebody who. You're not sure if you should go into therapy or what is normal to mm-hmm. feel, and you know what is it to be depressed or whatever. This is a great book. This is a great guide, I think, for that. Is that accurate? Yeah, would you say? that's accurate. And yeah. even
2: goes through toxic relationships, communication styles, things like oh, that.
0: Get your life, Katie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so before we get into, I'm just going to plug my dates real quick at the top. Get the business out of the way. Ja- January 25th, Burbank. January 30th through the first, Houston. I'm doing Tampa. San Francisco, Pasadena at the Ice House, Doral, Florida, Miami Improv, Dallas, Texas, New York City, Des Moines, Phoenix, Cleveland, San Antonio. Ticket links are at Christina P. Online. Wow. I know, I'm You're gearing busy. up. I'm going to shoot something um in the I summer, know. and I'm so stoked. So... I'm glad you're here because I get a lot of questions from people that are just above my pay grade <laughs> and I don't, I cannot, I'm a, I'm a comedian. I cannot advise but you're, people. You're
2: very smart too. You're very Thank psychologically you. minded. So. Well,
0: you know, that's a good decade in psychotherapy. <laughs> It'll do that to a lady, you know? <laughs> uh, mm. Yeah. So you were talking about Any. Um, if we, if you guys haven't seen yet, Dr. Drew did a Dr. Drew after dark with our own Any, and he hasn't made a brown. All of November, he didn't yeah. take a dump. And Crazy. And you were saying that you think it might
2: be control issue. Yeah, kind of a coping skill. What? I'd be like, hmm, I'm interested. I yeah. have lots of questions. <laughs> yeah. So what,
0: where would you go with any if we could sit you down with him?
2: Um, first, I'd go into kind of like abuse. Mm. I, I don't know. I mean, just guessing, right? Like asking questions. So sexual abuse in boys tends to be like the no brown comes out of that Mm. or um if there's any kind of emotional abuse like shouting yelling in your home things Mm. out of out of your control are out of control what can you control your body Mm -hmm. and women like girls tend to go towards more food food yes over under mm -hmm, exercising not stuff like that but boys tend to like they might start wetting their bed again holding their poo things like that interesting and it's not like all, all guys do that and all girls, but that just tends to be the, the That's norm. That's the
0: guideline, the norm. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Yeah, I felt it was a control issue yeah. as well. If I might uh, diagnose <laughs> Mr. Annie, um <laughs> I, I sensed it because I have a phobia of vomiting mm-hmm. and I've worked through it in therapy. I did um, EMDR. Mm-hmm. I did talk therapy, psycho. I've done it all because there was a specific incident that was very traumatic around me vomiting as a child. Um, so now... Let me start with my first question to you. Mm-hmm. How do I, when my children do get sick? Yeah, because they will. And they do and they have and it was a nightmare and I puked for the first time in like 20 years. Oh, no. And October 25th of 2019 is when it happened.
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> it was good for me because it showed me that it's not that big. Of and that you can deal with it. It's and okay. A hundred percent. Nothing terrible happened. Your head didn't explode. Your life didn't get ruined. You're it okay. didn't.
0: It was more the anxiety about about puking that was greater Mm -hmm. than the event itself Uh uh-huh that's always what it is yeah Yeah. you're you're wiring yourself so how do i not pass on my irrational fear and phobia to my children how do i not show them that i'm freaking out a little bit inside when they get sick
2: you kind of have to hold it inside and be like oh we get sick that happens sometimes you're just normalizing the behavior like maybe after we eat because kids will do this they'll eat a lot Overeat and then they go run around like crazy maniacs and (laughs) then they like (laughs) I don't know why that happened. Uh." Yeah. And you're like, it's okay. It's like when they fall and you don't want them to like lose their shit. And so you're like, You're okay, you're okay. Let's go. No, no blood. We're good. You know? Yeah. It's that kind of thing. You're like, Oh, that happened. Okay, we'll clean it up. Go sit down. Let's calm ourselves down.
0: And then hey, this is normal. Mm -hmm. Um also because kids tend to, my kids get sick in the middle of the night, and mm. so they'll puke all over their cribs. Mm. So I want to introduce the idea of you like... Make Tom clean that up? Uh, <laughs> yes. And he knows like that is his domain. But how do I introduce like a puke bowl when they're sick? I mean, is that too how, much? I, I think... Because was... they tend to puke more than once if it's a stomach mm-hmm. flu. I don't want them just puking on their beds, right?
2: Yeah. I mean, when they're little, though, it's not like, you... no, babies are different. I'm talking like four oh, year old. Oh, four. Yeah. I mean, just you, you don't know if they'll do it, but maybe on the second puke, they'll get it. Right. Um, But you just put it by their bed and be like, since you're not feeling well, remember, we try to puke in the bucket and yeah. put it in and I'd get like a, you know, That's substantial. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't introduce the puke bucket on a day when he's not sick. Right. No, no. Just like it'd be like it only comes out because then they're associating it with I don't feel good. Mama brings the bucket. I try to puke in the bucket. You know, it's like almost classical conditioning. (laughs) Right. See, puke in the bucket.
0: But my crazy brain, my OCD brain, goes better introduce it now before they do get sick. But then I go, oh wait, but that's gonna freak him out. That's gonna well, and then he might think he always needs a
2: puke bucket. (laughs) 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 Right, like every twenty-five, he got a girlfriend. He's like, here's my (laughs) puke bucket. (laughs) Yeah. right right just in case
0: i get anxious and i don't so have it funny. oh my god you're right then i make it part of his like nightly routine and he's in college and mm. his roommate's like what's that it's just my puke bucket i have, to have it in case he didn't drink
2: tonight but i mean i just don't know <laughs> shit happens that's hilarious
0: <laughs> i didn't think of it that way okay you know you're right okay so that's overkill it's overkill yeah yeah <laughs> i just pictured this like 24 year old 100 <laughs> percent 100% he's in the Dobbs age a 30 year old man he's like well, I gotta do this I don't know I gotta have my puke bucket oh shit okay Um, because I do go I do get a little out of control when my kids get sick and I've had a lot of people write into saying that they feel you know you're you, I, I go into overdrive because when I got sick it meant my mother could have more control over mm-hmm. me and she was borderline so it was like yeah. a nightmare so I was associate like things i don't want to be out of control that that's a lack of control when the kids do you I have poop control regularly issues. i'm such a good pooper <laughs> <laughs> thank you for asking you just made my day with that i question. figured i figured i poop i did twice this morning i'm a woo, good woo. pooper
2: yeah that's yeah. good yeah i'm a good pooper too yeah every morning every morning every morning and then probably after coffee breakfast kind of thing that's when i like to do it mm-hmm
0: yeah, right after. I like the, the white lightning. I drink yeah. a lot of coffee, I get freaked out, and then I shit. Do you Are you? Do you fart in front of your husband? Not really. You I mean, it's big... not like I pretend I
2: don't or anything, but...
0: Yeah, you guys aren't big into that. No. Do you poop with the door open or close with your husband? Mm, usually closed, like yeah. 90% of the time. Boundaries. Being open, I don't really care. Yeah, okay. Well, on to the most important question yes. that I've received. Have you been finger banged
2: on a ride at Disneyland? No, I hate Disneyland. What? I know. Why? Very unpopular opinion.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I get you. I'm on that too. He doesn't
2: like... Why? Tell me what you don't like. Um, I don't like lines. Of course, yes. I don't really like screaming children. True. And I don't like paying $200 in a day to do something. That's true. I, there's so many other ways I would spend my money.
0: Wow. Interesting. I like this. So
2: no, because I've never really... I barely go. Like okay. I've gone there like maybe three times and hated it every time. Okay. Well, then you're not getting... The, no. The, the, when I was six years old, I liked it though. So you did went okay. with my mom when I was six and loved it. Yeah, but that's when you're supposed to go. It's for children. It is. It, it is. and I, I do... always feel bad for the parents. I'm like, yeah. Well, I do
0: find it odd when I had a neighbor once who was one of those Disney goers where they have the annual pass. Yes, and they're adults. I have friends like that. Oh, geez I know. Are they your friends?
2: Not. I mean, yeah. Lose that term loosely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's get into it.
0: <laughs> so our first questions I asked you guys to write in. Thank you so much. We have so many great uh, questions. Katie, let's start with the first one. This is a pretty long one, this top one, but I wanted to distill it down to the basic question that everybody should know. But basically the gist is, how do you talk to your children about avoiding sexual abuse? It used to be called Stranger Danger. Mm -hmm. I remember that. (laughs) Stranger Danger. Stranger Danger. And don't don't let anybody touch you where your bathing suit covers. Yes. Good advice. (laughs) Yeah. And so what age do I start talking to my children about that? And how do you phrase
2: it? I think, um, I mean, it's tough about like age. Usually four or five, they understand. Yes. That's easy. Even at three, I mean, they're making full sentences. You can have conversations with them-ish. Yeah, yeah. And so I think it's fair to start mentioning it. And I think the, the easiest way is if you're changing them Mm. you say something like no one changes you but you know mommy daddy and sometimes babysitter or whatever however you want to phrase it start talking about it that way um and say because it's very dangerous and you don't want anybody to touch you here and Mm -hmm. it's the thing that i think parents worry about how they're going to phrase things or what are right. they going to think am i going to make them have some mental illness later because i said this thing or have some weird fetish or yes, whatever 100 percent. i figured that yeah
0: <laughs> what if yeah what if you're like is yeah it's, it's very dangerous and it's very dirty and you should never touch yourself like you don't yeah. want them
2: to think no. that other people like, should never will make me go blind yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, i don't want him to think that no
2: woman should ever touch him when yeah. he's an adult so it's just talking yeah. about it like you know um in an honest way and i know people are like oh but you should tell kids like it should be very kid language kids you don't need to talk to them like me, you're wee wee and whatever how i that is my pet
0: peeve by the way is Mm -hmm. the wee wee and your (laughs) hoo-ha and your meow yeah yeah like yeah it's a penis it's a vagina Mm -hmm. what's the difference just fucking say it yeah call it what it is yeah so so
2: anyway so so you, you however you're comfortable i would just say don't let people touch you there You know, because that's your private parts and and that's a safety thing. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't talk about dirty. I would make sure you don't say anything about dirty or bad or wrong. It's just like you have to be safe. And Mm. we don't want anybody touching you here because that can really hurt you. Mm. You know, And, Mm -hmm. and I would just continue the conversation and always say, if you have any questions, ask me it's okay Mm -hmm. to ask mommy about this or if someone does touch you this way tell me about it because i'd like to know yeah and don't make it seem scary because sometimes when kids think that we're worried or we're scared they don't want to bother us kids can worry oh it's i'm making it into you know they make their own story so be like you know i you can always tell me yeah and have no judgment about things you know like If you're going swimming with this group, you know, nobody touches you there. Remember and tell me if something happens that makes you uncomfortable. So it's more like not nonchalant, but more like, yeah, just tell me. Let Mm -hmm. me know if that
0: happens. Not like you got to tell mommy. Okay. You (laughs) fucking tell mommy. (laughs) I will kill that son of a bitch. I will rip his dick off. That's what's going on in your head. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, But outside you're like, just tell mommy. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Keep it light. Mm Keep it
2: light. And then I'd bring it up almost like the puke bucket yeah when you know some when you're changing them or when they're getting a bathing suit or when you're going somewhere it's easy to bring up again yeah remember nobody touches you there unless it's okay with you it's okay yeah so you tell me it's
0: interesting and and what you're right about the levity tone especially with uh well my older boy the the one other one's 18 months old doesn't really he doesn't know he's not there yet but um he had an ear infection the other day like buddy did your ear hurt And it was like, yeah. And then later he was like, no, it's fine. It's fine. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I must have overreacted. Mm -hmm.
2: They do that. I don't know. I don't really know why. I would assume it's because the connection, they don't want to upset you. Yeah. And if they see you upset, they're so good at reading us. Yeah. It's so exhausting. But that's why we try to keep it light. Yeah. And mention it over time. You don't have to do all the teaching in one thing. This isn't just one conversation. Right. Oh, right.
0: That's, That's a really
2: good point. So just opening the door for a conversation
0: interesting point because i think a lot of us are so uncomfortable with that discussion mm-hmm. that you go i just want to get and i want to get in and want to get out mm-hmm. i don't want to like talk sex about that you can't just
2: be like you know mm-hmm. take birth control wear a condom <laughs> <laughs> it's like over time right you know i'm sure you're making out with people and you know you have to t- i know it's yeah. uncomfortable but you got to do it
0: i don't feel I, it, it is not uncomfortable for me i don't know why. that's
2: good i don't feel uncomfortable
0: I, I, but, but some yes, people it generally like- is yes Americans are very uptight oh, about their genitals super and about, about, <clears throat> yeah, yeah about dirty, <laughs> dirty. D-
2: naughty,
0: uh, naughty. Yeah, naughty, yes, 100%. Okay, so let's go, let's keep in the sexual vein. Okay. Um. Oh, peeing in front of your kids. Oh, yeah, Is yeah. Is that traumatic for no. them? No, Is it okay if mom pees in front of her two boys?
2: Also, you don't, <laughs> we don't have like
0: something hanging out. I can, and I don't different. show them my vag. Yeah. I cover it. But they're still so little.
2: It's not, it's not traumatic. Mm-hmm. It's not
0: weird to be like, no. is it too much information for them to see me? Year I
2: year? think it's fine. Okay. I mean, and yours aren't even that old. I think maybe since they're boys, uh, five, six, seven, you're, that's starting to get a little, like, don't be naked in front of them at a certain point where they can, like, poke and ask and then tell people they saw that. Right. Inappropriate. Yeah. So nudity in front of
0: children. You say the cutoff is like five, six, seven. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think so. I think that's fair.
2: I mean, for the opposite sex. Uh Aha. For the same sex, I think a lot of ways, like especially for like your boys to be with Tom and be like, I don't. Why do you have hair on your chest? They can ask questions about what they think their body is, too. Yeah. And that can be in some ways very helpful. But I don't think that should go until any age either. 12. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's, well cause you know,
2: my mother was
0: always naked in front of me growing up and it was so disgusting to me as a child. I really hated it. Mm-hmm. But she was also TMI. She'd be like, this is a douche. Oh, you put oh, the douche in your vagina. And she oh, had God. like, it's really too much. It's too much information and she had a fire crotch she had like uh-huh. red fire red pubes and i was like, <laughs> <You're> like <laughs> what is this you are so nasty yeah not like a regular mom <laughs> a cool mom <laughs> and she would always be um getting ready naked like putting her makeup on in the nude oh, and doing her hair in that's the, too much it doesn't feel good to watch your parents so that's why no. I,
2: yeah but it's okay when they're little yeah for in general mm-hmm. And it's yeah. okay for them to ask questions. I think 100%. the body shaming starts from a young age. So it's like, Ooh, you know. talk more about that. But it's like, uh, you know, if a child asks you, because they're always curious, like, what's that? How come this looks this way? Blah, blah, blah. And, if, and if it's okay for them to ask, be like, oh, that's a boob, or those are my balls, or whatever. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it sounds, but the less we are like, mm, oh, yeah. that's a naughty, you don't, you know, dirty, naughty, things you shouldn't say. It's more just like matter of fact. Yes. What is it called? What does it do? Why is it there?
0: Right. Yes. Yeah. That was
2: it. Yeah. So I think doing that until, you know, five or six, depends on the child. Sometimes, you know, boys are different than girls. One child will be different than another where they're more developed or more verbal or, you know, and you've already start to feel like it's uncomfortable. Then you just don't, aren't nude in front of your child. But yeah, I think just, yeah, same as like any kind of conversations, keeping it light, being honest, calling it what it is and no shame about it. No shame. Just a neutral tone Mm -hmm. as
0: much as possible. Yeah. Yeah, that is that's the like
2: he. I know, to being a parent, man, it's like keeping it neutral. Is that right? You you're being Pre- serious? Pretty much. I mean, in yeah. a lot of ways, it's neutral, open to conversation and questions, mm. and then we don't wait, have all those, like, worries, and what if I upset somebody, and oh, my God, that's a dirty, naughty thing. I mean, yeah, you know, I'm not saying parents are the only ones that, like, mess us up or anything like that. No. But they, they can.
0: It's easy to because you put your own anxieties and fears into your children mm-hmm. that way, like, you... Um, you know, like we're moving pretty soon, mm-hmm. so it's always like, oh god, I don't want to traumatize the kids. How can I not? You know, and I'm doing all these things. We're gonna, we're gonna, we visited the house already. I'm gonna put together a book of his uh, uh-huh. previous home, the old home, yeah, and the new That's home, good. and then I'm gonna take him to his new school tomorrow. We're gonna walk. Like I'm, I'm like very vigilant because I don't want to traumatize. But then I'm like, you know, he's
2: gonna get traumatized over it. There's so many things. Moving stressful, anyways. Yeah, it's one of the top like ten stressors. Yeah, it's terrible. Life. Yeah, so it's just. You know, it's being open to the conversation. Being like, it's stressful for me, it's hard. This is yes. a lot. Is it a lot for you? Are you okay? You know, just checking in, being honest. It's okay. Yes, and, and also admitting to your
0: children that maybe you have feelings mm-hmm. that are not uh perfect and you know, yeah, I'm scared or mommy is having I don't know, what you say, anxiety. You can say, yeah,
2: mommies feel stressed, oh, anxious. Stressful, yeah. There's a lot of things to do when we move. Yeah, think of all your toys we have to pack up. That's a lot. Yeah, and I feel overwhelmed.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then
2: you have to go to a new school. Is that scary? Are you excited? Yeah, you know, letting them feel, however.
0: Yeah, and
2: ask naming feelings and Mm -hmm. stuff. Okay. Yeah, you're doing great. Don't worry. We're doing it. Yeah, I'm doing it. You know
0: what? I always think to have to remind myself is that my children will not be traumatized the way I was. No, there's no way I could fuck them up as much as my parents did me. Because you're, you're not like, this is a douche. No. Put it in a <laughs> right? Like, I'm not a borderline.
2: I'm not alcoholic. Nope. I nope. cannot possibly do as much damage as my own parents did. No.
0: That's like those photos,
2: because <sighs> I watch your stuff. The, yeah. the photos of your dad on the Christmas tree with his shirt off. Please like, talk about What this. the actual fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you tell me. Well, it was, it, it, he's an egomania. He was a narcissist or something because he needed attention. He needed to show how svelte he was. Like that's a strange thing. For the Christmas card. Yeah. With your children. With your
0: child talk about no paternal so There's the li- photograph we're talking
2: about. <laughs> <laughs> it's just everybody oh. knows it's wrong.
0: Yeah, every and you you know instinctually. <laughs> and look at me, I'm just trying to
2: put it together. Oh, you're just like, is this my life? What's happening? Who, why is he naked? I remember. Oh, your like, cabbage patch doll. I, yeah, yeah, I, I had like, a cabbage patch doll. Well,
0: what's his name? Her name is uh, I is Garcia
2: Gilberta. Did you name? No, it came with the birth certificate. Was it from like Brazil or? Something? I don't have any idea. And I thought that was the strangest name. I and mean, yeah. well, my mom was like, different people have different names. Farcia, mm-hmm. Farcia, Gilberta. Gilberta. Maybe she was
0: Farcia Gilberto.
2: I, I want to say she was Russian. Portuguese. Portuguese. Oh, I don't up. know. Yeah,
0: narcissist, hundred percent. I'm mm-hmm. thinking wants to show off the bod. I'm thinking, has a tan in December. That's hard to do. He's showing everybody in the old country. (laughs) Look at me. I got a tan. I live in Mm -hmm. LA. Mm
2: -hmm. He doesn't even have shoes on. No.
0: It's casual. It's LA, man. We (laughs) live in California. You know what's wild? And I think about this house. You see that fireplace behind him? Mm -hmm. He would go to sleep and I would be that age and I would play with the fire. (laughs) 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 I
2: would be up. Like, he, he wouldn't put it out before he went? No,
0: boo boo. No. Oh, oh, he oh, was a, a, false. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I would like find newspapers to throw into that. And I would just You could have caught the house on fire. Hell yes, I could have, but I didn't. Hey. I learned <laughs> I learned how to play with fire. <laughs> this is unreal. Look at this fucking I house. I just Okay. look at this guy all right i mean
2: yeah no, nothing's worse than this is what you're saying you're not gonna do anything like that no yeah. this is insane you're already like leaps and bounds leaps
0: and bounds like they're gonna have their own issues it's just not yeah. gonna be no. like mine where no. or i need to go see a therapist five times a week okay
2: <laughs>
0: So here are some other listener uh, submitted. Do you want to do voicemails for Katie? Can we start with that? Yeah, we and we'll do also. like one voicemail, one reading. So that'll like that. vary it up. I like, it, I like <laughs> it.
2: Hey, Mommy Christina, big fan of the show. Shout out to you, Mommy Christina and Katie. You guys are actually the both the reason I figured out my mom has BPD, which prompted mm. my entire healing process. So thank you. Um, For my own sake, I had to cut off contact with my mom about a year and a half ago, um, and I've been seeing a therapist and healing and grieving from that ever since. Um, My therapist and I both agree that I'm at a place in my healing where I can reach out and maybe try to have a relationship again, Um, but I'm really scared I'm going to get my heart broken all over again. So, just wondering if you guys had any advice or tips on what to expect or what to prepare for. Thanks, Mommy. That's on me, baby. Oh, ma'am. (laughs) I mean, I, and this, there's the part of me that understands, right? It's her mom. You wish things were different. And that grieving process can take years. years. And there'll be different things you grieve through different parts of your life when you're going through different processes that you'd like to talk to your mom about potentially, right? But just because we've changed does not mean they've changed. And I think doing all this work and then like, trying to Mm reconnect i just cannot i mean i know their therapist is probably has the best of intentions but my response would be you've made great progress let's keep doing that you know and if your mom reaches out that's a different thing then we can at that point decide whether or not that's something that you want to engage with but to try to (sighs) recap it's sticky it's very sticky and i don't know i mean this sounds bad to say, but I'd need to know already before even thinking about this if that my mom was in therapy too.
0: Oh, and good luck getting a borderline right? into therapy, right? Um, I mean,
2: they love it more than narcissists.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the borderlines, they think like circuit... therapy. No, the, I mean, the borderlines like it more than the narcissists. Narcissists
2: are the least likely to try to go get, oh. get help. Well, nothing's wrong with them. Exactly, we'll everything's the wrong with everybody else. What are you talking about? <laughs> But borderline, you know, it's more born out of trauma. It's a deal. They're trying to cope. Everything feels so intense, so they don't know how to not lash out. But if they understand it and do some DBT, dialectical behavior therapy, they can better manage. So if she was in therapy, I do believe that she could get better and it could be okay. It's still, you know, tricky. But if we don't know that. mm -mm. Yeah. Then you're just
0: going back to the same uh, cycle yeah. essentially and it's very painful and I think you really hit the nail on the head when your first statement was it's a grieving process Yeah, and so much of what the work at least I've been doing in therapy is grieving the parents yes. I never had so Meaning, like, yes, my mother's physically dead, but you're also grieving the loss of the relationship you wanted. Mm-hmm. What could have been? What, what could the dream of it? But there is no what could. And people always ask me, don't you feel so guilty that you didn't speak to your mother the last eight years of her life? I go, yeah, but you guys are assuming that this was a normal functioning person mm-hmm. and that we shared a reality and that there could have been a relationship. There was no could have been.
2: Yeah, and that's the thing. It's yeah. hard. And I think... I feel like all of us, regardless of having like parents with severe mental illnesses or not, we all have to grieve the loss of like, our dad knows everything. He can fix anything. Mom can make everything right. We have all these like beliefs in this like dreamland and the death of the dream is hard. Yes. Period. Compound that with erratic behavior, lashing out. The things I'm sure your mom shouted and anger and like, yes, the, just it's terrifying. Yeah. So, so there's like the trauma <laughs> with that. <laughs> yeah. Then there's so the grief that. of like, why is everybody else's mom not seem like my mom? Yes. You know, and it's hard. But yeah, be careful. Don't I wouldn't engage just yet. Nor would I. I,
0: I having yeah. been through it, I have to tell you that like like Katie said, unless she's in um, therapy and actively working on changing herself, you're just going back to a harsh uh, relationship it's just it's more stress on you
2: it really is and if, yeah. if you really are like hell bent on this and it's something you gotta do bring her into therapy that's it I wouldn't see her outside of that that's an excellent suggestion it would contain it that's an excellent suggestion meet her
0: with your therapist mm-hmm. and you guys can decide how to go forward with a relationship If you if you can yeah well let's talk about the narcissistic parent mm. then too a lot of us have alcoholism uh, alcoholic parents narcissistic parents can you go
2: back to that well? Mm, no. No. Never. No. I mean, I know that's horrible to say. And never out of a therapist's mouth. People are like, <laughs> you're supposed to have compassion for everybody. I do have compassion. Yeah. It is born out of trauma also. It's like a false sense of self. But if they don't want to get better, which why would they when they think they're amazing? Right. And all they narcissists tend to do something that people don't realize, which is like suck energy off of people because they have their source, like a source of... Their supply. Love, mm-hmm, their supply of, of affection and infatuation. And they'll like love bomb you, or they're like, you're so amazing and beautiful, and I love everything about you, blah, blah, blah. And then as soon as they feel that they've got your attention and your love, Ooh. then it's like, it's a whole different person because then they can use and abuse you in a ton of different ways. I mean, It's just really not healthy. It's terrifying. It is. And if it's a parent, that makes it really difficult because we can spend our whole lives feel like we're walking on eggshells. Yes. With everybody trying to please other people, we can be, you know, more likely to be in codependent relationships. It's just really hard. Of course. But therapy helps. And if um, alcoholics go to Al-Anon, because alcoholism is its own form of narcissism, I think. It is, absolutely. It's all about me. Doesn't, yeah. <laughs> I don't care about you. I'm trying to get my next thing. You know, addiction is like all about you and getting your fix and stuff. So,
0: Oh, and it is brutal if that's your parent. And especially when you're an adult, like if you do have children, you really have to focus on your own children and you mm-hmm. and yeah. healing yourself. Y- yourself and, yeah. and the narcissistic parent
2: doesn't understand that either. No. And they'll do the lashing out and then if Uh that doesn't work, then they'll do the silent treatment. Yeah. And if that doesn't work, then they'll try other manipulative (laughs) tactics to try to get a rise out of you. Yeah. Like saying other people are saying things about you, passive aggressive stabs, all sorts of stuff.
0: And it's such a vicious cycle with a narcissistic parent because you'll (coughs) you know you have to set boundaries if you can even attempt to have a relationship with a Mm -hmm. narcissist. And what they love to do is what?
2: manipulate right and break those boundaries, break those boundaries. <laughs> they don't they don't they're like what this doesn't apply to me right. this only applies to everybody else <laughs> right so so
0: if you say to your narcissistic parent hey guess what christmas dinner is uh five o'clock on december 24th oh they'll show up at 6 30 100
2: and then be like 100%. you started without me how dare you how dare i'm you? so offended right this is so you're such a disrespectful baby to be whatever they you decide to are say. a piece of shit mm-hmm. you asshole you yeah, bitch you're out and then mm-hmm. and then all it, the things i've uh, done for you no. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my life what a na- let's well, see it's and i know hard. i'm not doing any of this to my kids i'm no.
2: not i'm nowhere near this bad no not my at all life Ugh. good lord okay so yeah don't see your mom yet maybe see her in therapy just to wrap that that's, up that's that's so a great suggestion yes yeah. and perhaps. i know it's hard i know it's hard it's, grieve. you got to grieve
0: and i will tell you especially losing a mother it is and, and so many in society does not support cutting off your mother i have had no. so many that? people like what it's your mom i'm like yeah but if your mom was a really abusive vampire
2: like yeah <laughs> would you want to hang out with them <laughs> no. uh, it, uh, yeah and giving them it's, access to you that you give them an inch they want to take a mile like you just oof, can't it's gray gardens all the mm-hmm. way my
0: mom wanted gray gardens with me like just the two of us oh, together no. oh, in no. a symbiotic parasitic really, <laughs> <ugh>. <laughs> not even symbiotic parasitic okay. yeah it is yeah it's like it's yeah. a fucking nightmare okay uh here's a great question about boundaries Mm. this is megan from florida i have a question for you and katie about setting boundaries between my husband and my mother-in-law she and my sister-in-law live together but the two of them do not get along so she calls my husband and expects him to be the mediator between the two of them anytime they have a problem it is super stressful for him And he hates being put in the middle of their fights. I've suggested that they go see a counselor together, but they don't think it's necessary. Any advice on how to get them to work their shit out like adults instead of relying
2: on my husband? Thanks, jeans. Megan. What an unhealthy family dynamic. (laughs) To say the least. We live together, but we hate each other. (laughs) And then my son has to come in and fix it. That sounds great. Super healthy. Um, First of all, your husband—it's hard because you can't tell your husband what to do. I mean, you can, but he's not. You can, he ha- he'll have to still decide to do it. Yeah, he can't go over there anymore to do that. Period. So he has to say, "I'm out." You guys are on your own. This is your relationship. It's not my responsibility. Boom. Line. Period. Done. Yeah, and he has to hold that line. So it's just boundaries, and then it's so they... so. Sorry to interrupt, but no. paradoxically,
0: mm-hmm. this the boundaries need to be set between the husband. And the
2: family, mm-hmm. not yeah. Okay, so go ahead. So yeah. he's the
0: one with the uh, boundary issue.
2: So well, yeah. I mean, they're enmeshed on their own, but that we can't make that better. The, if their relationship is shit, they have to work on that. The mother, daughter, yeah law. But the her husband has to just withdraw from it, and it's okay to say like I'm not going to engage in this. I won't be part of this. Yeah, it is you okay ha- to say that's that. completely reasonable. He's not even part of it. If they can't get it together on their own and talk it out like adults, then they need a mediator, like a real one. Yeah. <laughs> a therapist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pay somebody. Right. Yeah. But this is likely
0: the family dynamic that's mm-hmm. been put in place since.
2: I'm sure his dad did the same thing.
0: Oh, right. And now maybe dad's out of the picture. Mm-hmm. Now he steps in. Ay, vey. Mm-hmm. So in reality, it sounds like the wife should be pissed at the husband for tolerating him letting this nonsense into their
2: marriage. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I mean, have a little uh, compassion. Excuse that me, a good Katie. One. Thank you. Um, but have some compassion because he probably doesn't know any different. He doesn't know. It's any comfortable. Different. He's like, this is what my dad did or this is what I've always done. Right. We don't know. This could have been going on since he was like six years old. Ugh. Like knock it off. Okay. you be nice. You know, who knows Family stuff, you know, could be going on forever. So yeah. Talk to him about it. Get him in therapy. And he needs to lay some boundaries down and be fine with the fact that they can like unravel and be like, it's all your fault. No, I wasn't involved in that. Yeah, it's not my problem. And mm-hmm. like,
0: ugh, who I wants know. to be a
2: mediator between
0: nobody? It's like such a horrible job.
2: So uncomfortable. Don't make that shit my job. I know. All right.
0: Okay, let's continue. Um, Oh, let's do a voicemail. We're going to alternate. We said next question for. Katie. Hi,
2: mommy. I have a question for Katie. Morton. I have a 16 month old son. Um, He's my first and only boy, and I'm wondering the proper way to deal with temper tantrums. I want to, you know, comfort him and and get on his level and help him through, but sometimes I really uh, just need to ignore it. Um, I want to know, like, the most productive way um, for him, how to help him. Thank you so much. Bye. Yeah, that's a good question. Mm. And I think it sounds like she's already kind of doing what I would tell her, which is, lock him in the garage <laughs> exactly until he shuts the fuck up Yep. Oh, okay totally put him in the cage i'm just <laughs> kidding <laughs> <laughs> that'll learn yeah okay <laughs> um first trying to get him early on if you can catch him before it's like full blown because we all know there's oh. like these levels of tantrums yeah where the yeah. first is just like you can tell it's building and they're frustrated and agitated and making weird noises and and you could say something like, Are you feeling mad about whatever? You know, is it this? What's going on? How are you feeling? You can check in with them, try to get them to communicate. That can sometimes diffuse it. But if it's full blown, you can't you can't try to talk them through a full blown tantrum when they're just mm. screaming and, and that's okay no. to just put them in a place where they can't hurt themselves and let them scream it out. Yeah. That's okay too. There's nothing there's nothing wrong with that don't let anybody tell you i'm a bad parent because i let him cry it out or no sometimes you can't talk sense to a three-year-old that's running hers is like what would you say 17 or 18 17 17 months
0: no especially at that age so little they're just gonna spiral sometimes Mm -hmm. and you must let the spiral go until they are calm and then you can talk through exactly
2: that must have been exhausting for you you know that it was hard for mom to see you acting like that what what you know What's was it because on? of this? Yeah. Right, right. Can you guess? Yeah, was it because mm, Cuz they're too little to sometimes no. So it's oh. easier sometimes for you to guide a little bit as they get older they'll be able to kind of remember that. But sometimes tantrums kids like don't have any memory of like what it really was. Oh, they just wow. know they felt know like mad and bad. Cuz right. they don't they don't always know how to connect that. Think about like emotional maturity is a huge step. Yeah. Yeah. They don't know. But sometimes in it if you catch it early like when they're 3, you can probably have a conversation like before like is, was that upsetting do you mad because your brother took your toy because yeah. usually that's something like that you yeah, know yeah, yeah. you mad because they knocked down your perfect setup of something <laughs> that's yeah. usually what it is yeah. something and you know we know we have to share i know that's hard yeah and let them talk about it
0: yeah my son my my younger is pretty great like he's such a happy dude like he wakes up happy and his form of a tantrum is just like Wah! and then it's done and he's he's that's nice pretty eat like his temperament is just like like, are you sure you're my kid? Like, you're so <laughs> awesome. Like, do we get the right embryo at the bank? Like, and then the older one is just the complete different. they always like that, yeah. Yeah, where he's like, wow ah, like he'll he raged raged. Now it's four. It's like it, it's oh, three gone. was a rough year for you, I'm sure. Woo, girl, girl. Let me tell you, you like that. aged five years in that year I did look <laughs> at this face yeah <laughs> holy mackerel <laughs> but I, I also Leah you see it coming and also try to stave off the mm-hmm. tantrums is it hunger related yep don't let your kid get too hungry or tired with mm-hmm. Ellis it was like this kid has to nap if he doesn't the right. next half of our day is fucked yeah because
2: he's ruined he can't deal yeah
0: and people would be like just put him in the car let's go to the mall at three and i'm like you don't understand not with
2: this one no you want to take him for the rest of the day you can deal (laughs) with this shit
0: yeah Yeah. and i'd I'd be so militant like i gotta go we gotta get ellis home for the nap and people would be like god you need to chill i'm like no you don't understand yeah you're like i'll pay for this and i yeah fuck you you Mm -hmm. stay here and have fun but with juju he's so easygoing he's like whatever i didn't nap i'm cool so different yeah um oh sorry there's next something over my own
2: uh what else are you gonna say about it but the halt is a good thing to hungry Whoa. angry lonely tired oh that's good it's yeah. check-in and it's like stop say and we again. should do the halt hungry angry uh-huh lonely tired lonely i've mm-hmm. not heard that one. well sometimes kids want to hug oh you know and that and it works for adults too it's actually something part of the dbt therapy i was talking about earlier the dialectical behavior therapy it's like part of how we can better manage how we feel is you check in first am i hungry am i angry am i lonely am i tired Mm. and if you can be like no those are all fine then you can proceed so it works with toddlers really well
0: so i never thought of lonely how Mm -hmm. interesting greg fitzsimmons said something great on this show once he said when your children are acting the worst it's when they
2: actually need you the most yeah yeah true but that's that lonely component like i said sometimes kids just want their back rubbed or whatever it is you do for them like Sometimes um, my grandma used to play with my hair. I love that. And I love that. That's my And to faith. this, to, I still love that, right? Yeah. And kids are the same. Like if you scratch their back, they might just want that. They might want to just be held or nuzzle, like snuggle a little bit. Yeah. Um, do that. Try that out too.
0: You ever tried the tingler? That thing that oh, you yes, put on the this, thing. Oh, oh, that one is the best. <laughs> I would take that any day same. over like oh. chocolate or candy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So let's do a written one. This one's interesting. I don't know if you've dealt with people with Asperger's much. Yeah. Um, big question here. My boyfriend and I have been together for almost two years. My boyfriend has high-functioning Asperger's. Honestly, not sure if I spelt that right. Anyways, he's not someone that shows love very well. What's a good way to understand his love language?
2: You have to talk to them. A lot of times they might not even know either. That's a thing I mean, it depends on the person, but on the spectrum of autism spectrum disorder, which is what we call it now, not just Asperger's or autism, um, because it is a spectrum. So meaning he doesn't have a lot of the symptoms most people do. That's what people mean by high functioning. Mm. Um, so he might struggle to make eye contact a little bit, but he gets it. But he doesn't read the cues maybe normally or doesn't know how to show you affection in the way that you want. You know, it can be kind of tricky. And so I think if you talk to him about it, and you try out different things and then he can tell you like oh I liked that better or that made me feel loved Mm. like I think you're gonna have to be a little more curious with him because he might not know interesting Mm -hmm.
0: that's interesting
2: where a lot of people you and I be like oh I like this better yeah definitely yeah but he might not know because they're not as I mean he it depends on the person because he might be like oh I know you can ask him he can tell you but he might not recognize that feeling for what it is and know what it is mm. and so you can talk about how it feels to you and why you like acts of service for instance that's mine so oh. i'm like if i come home and my husband has like made dinner and that's the huge house. for me oh acts
0: of service that's exactly what i like mm-hmm. i don't like stuff no, I don't, give don't a buy rip. me stuff no. yeah and but i don't need you to be
2: like you're so beautiful I don't i'm don't like give a rip yeah yeah it's not exciting yeah yeah but
0: you <laughs> but, cook something
2: mm-hmm. for me oh mm-hmm.
0: god damn or we like it to share
2: in a project together like we to do something an activity shared activities that's my other one but that's anyway fun so yeah so try it out with him talk it out with him and see what he says shared activity mm-hmm. i like a shared activity yeah. so
0: does tom tom likes that's tom. tom's a stuffed person though oh really he loves he loves a gift Mm -hmm. that's how i know i can win his heart just a nice a nice thoughtful gift but and a
2: beach yeah i mean men are physical touch a lot yeah yeah right he needs a physical touch how do you feel
0: about uh, the quarterly blow job which Mm. is um my friend leanne kreischer and i deduced that we give our husbands about a quarterly beach is that too little
2: i mean uh, every relationship's different how often are you having sex oh every week oh then you're fine Really, Quarterly Beach is good. Okay,
0: let's talk about marital loves. Yeah. Okay, so I don't want to say what's the norm, but I guess we two small children. Mm-hmm. What's expected? What do you think is an average?
2: What's an average, or what's what should well, we strive for? What should for? be great? What would be great? I think sex two to three times a week is a good. That's to, <laughs> you said to strive for. What's the goal? Two to three times. I know, almost week? every other day.
0: We, we didn't have that kind of time without kids. Oh, really? No. Oh. Well, we both travel for work.
2: Oh, th- so. Well, and if you're not in the yeah. same place, that's totally different. Two but this is. Times. I'm sorry to tell you. I'm sorry. Is that,
0: is that even doable?
2: I mean, it is. You just gotta pencil it in.
0: Two to three times. Okay. So okay. But so that's a goal. That's, that doesn't mean that you know. Yeah. I think
2: the usual, based on like my friendships and people I know, is like twice a month.
0: Twice a month. See, now that Tom too- would not, we would
2: not. Oh, that wouldn't work for us either. That would, no way. No. Tom would be a raging bear,
0: as would I. Yeah, Sean like- would be
2: like grabby, like walking through the house.
0: I'd <laughs> <and> be <laughs> like, I don't have time for this. Well, I noticed that Tom <laughs> needs a milking when he gets grumpy, when mm. he starts grumbling about his normal uh, chores. Oh.
2: Like, like too much evil juice racked yep. up in his yeah so funny that
0: dirty sperm in there mm-hmm. it's like poisoning his brain and his personality <laughs> I can't think clearly yeah so I'm like I gotta milk this bear so let's say there's somebody <laughs> listening who would like to broach the topic of more sex with mm-hmm. their partner granted a lot of my listeners have multiple kids small kids it's a time suck and Hey. and energy you're energy tired. and who the f- like I have to tell you that when I'm around my kids I don't feel horny of course all. not <laughs> you shouldn't
2: uh, I hope not that's protective
0: yeah like
2: <laughs> I'm such in mom mode yeah the, fl- the switch is so in other direction well and if you're breastfeeding a lot of my friends have oh. told me like just feeling like something's on you all the time touching you you not yeah. your body's not even your own i totally yeah. get that milky tits and sex is the grossest for i me. can't even yeah I can't. like and what way to feel even less sexy than normal like just no thanks when you're somebody's food
0: source um, it's the it's the most yeah. maternal and functional you can be as a mammal right? so you're not like sexy so okay so how does a, how does a, let's, because mostly it's men who write to me asking about, how do I get my wife to want to be sexual
2: with me more? How do I ask for more sex, woo more age. Woo oh. her. Oh. oh. It's not really about asking because you can't be like, hey, <laughs> that's never going to work. I mean, for, from the woman's standpoint, you're yeah. going to have to woo us a little. And what does that entail? That could be, it depends on your love language. Oh. So like, if Sean really wanted to have sex with me, he better like make dinner Clean the house. He'll like fold my laundry up or do some shit around, and I'm like, "Ooh, that's amazing. That's my love language." How does he know that? How how did We've you been t- together eleven years, and yeah, we talk been about together it?
0: Like fifteen. Tom would never figure that out. <laughs> Tom literally, pretty much. Tom just grabs me and pushes my head down, or like says something vulgar, and that's how it starts. Like, I can't
2: believe this. He makes dinner and does all this shit for you. <laughs> uh-huh. And then if for him it's like if he likes physical touch, so I like scratches back, or so, like, and he knows kiss on him during the day or stuff.
0: Oh, I mean that's his love language. That's your uh-huh. love language. So He's if you affection. speak
2: their love language during the day, like I'm telling you, probably eight out of ten times going to lead to sex, unless something happens, obviously, because there's things that we can't. You know, the kid gets sick, so cries. Yeah,
0: you're not that. doing it when your kid's puking. No. So. So okay,
2: so how do you figure out somebody's love language? And let's talk about that some more. What are they? There you can take quizzes online actually ah. for free. So do those. But I'm trying to. So there are five of them, and there's gifts. So Tom, Tom likes the gifts, A thoughtful gift. Um, acts of service. That's mine. Yeah, clean the house. That's yours oh, too. M- make love. something for. It's amazing. It's, oh, love it, right? Yeah, I went and ran all those errands for you. Oh, oh sweet Jesus! Meow. Yeah, <laughs> Beach City.
0: <laughs> errands right oh my fuck! Mm-hmm. i know when tom is like i'll take that to fedex i'm like i
2: love you You're and like I, come back quickly
0: i tell him that <laughs> yeah or when he takes out the trash i'll mm-hmm. i'll do positive reinforcement oh, i'll be like 100 that really turns me on mm-hmm. the way you take that
2: trash out tom mm-hmm.
0: Ooh. yeah <laughs>
2: okay i so, love when you unload that dishwasher uh,
0: yeah 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 <laughs> so okay so there's okay so okay service gifts acts of gifts. service shared activities Sh- there's like bowling together yeah
2: we go sean and i go snowboarding or if you like to go walking around town or i, I love know, that something you like to do together um physical touch yes and words of affirmation tom likes that one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. they're like you look so hot in that shirt or you did he that so great that or you're shit. so funny but don't men love praise yeah but it Everyone depends on the does. man. yeah some guys are acts of service you know you just don't know Oh man, depends on the person. So who de- but who doesn't like a a plate of food put in front of them? Nobody that, that they had nothing to do with. I know. It's, the best. it's a beautiful thing. That's why like Grubhub and Eat Twenty
0: Four is so fucking popular. I know. I live on that stuff. Right? All right. So okay, that's really good to know. So so figure out their love language and just do it more. Do it more, and
2: then you'll do it more, and you'll do hey, it hey,
0: more because hey. then that person's happier. You're not grumbling about. Uh,
2: yeah, you're, when your needs are met. Hmm. You're so stoked. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Let's fuck. Why not? Why like, not? All, you did a lot nice stuff for me. I love you so much. Yeah. Hmm. So it's better than asking because asking for it, you're gonna get. <sighs> yeah. yeah. I what... just did all this shit today, and I'm tired, and I don't even have time to talk to you about. The... You know, right. I have a feeling that would be the. the what push about by.
0: alcohol? Give her a little bit of wine. Yeah. Loosen
2: those. Mm-hmm. Inhibitions. Yeah, just a little bit, not too much. Not too much. No, Mm -hmm. no, that's not fun. Just a little, just like a glass or two? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good.
0: Okay, very good. Exciting. Okay, let's do a voicemail. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah? Hey, Mommy Christina, Water Champ. Uh, I just (laughs) have a question for you and Katie that will be on the show. Um, My wife is actually pregnant currently. And uh, I have a year-and-a-half-old uh, daughter, um, and my wife and my mother don't get along. And it's come to a point where my wife is really just refusing to have uh, my my mother um, watch or uh, even come see my daughter. Um, I just don't feel that it's fair to my, to my mom. Um, I've got kind of a love-hate relationship with her. Uh, Christina, I know you can kind of go along with that there, um, but you know, just uh, have have more questions about it and just trying to figure it out in my head and, and kind of what to do in this situation and uh, how to kind of bridge the gap and help my um, wife be more comfortable with my mom being around our child currently and our new child that's going to be coming. Again, my name is Keith. Thank
2: you. Oh, that's S- rough. so much. I'm sorry, Keith. I know. And he's in the middle, and I feel bad for him because that yeah. sucks. Yeah. Because I'm sure his mom is like, mar, 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 why? Uh, and I can't yeah. see the baby. Br, 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 uh. And his wife is like, fuck your mom. <laughs> and he's like,
0: oh my life. Fuck your mom. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's the worst. But that's when... hard to be in the middle. Oof. Yeah. It's
0: tough though because I don't you think too. There's a natural struggle when you get married between the mother-in-law and the daughter. Mm-hmm. I mean, sorry, the daughter-in-law. Like that's a natural relationship that needs to be smoothed out, worked on, blah blah blah. Because, yeah. And built over time. Yeah, right?
2: it's normal. I mean, okay. So anyway, what do you what do you what do we tell this guy? He, I mean, this is this is going to be tough. But you're going to have to talk to both parties and tell them you don't want to be in the middle, and that they're going to have to try to talk and work it out if either of them wants to like you know you have to remove yourself And i know that's really unnatural because he's like well she doesn't want to talk to her and she doesn't want to talk to her yeah but he can't make them get better do you know what no. i mean you can't make them smooth things over when he's like what can i do to get out of it like stop talking about it with them and if your mom tries to bring it up be like you have to talk to her that's smart i can't be the go-between because then what's going to happen potentially is both of them will be mad at him and that sucks for him when all he was trying to do is make peace He's yeah. like, Oh shit so, yeah. They're both going to be mad at him. And I get it. I mean, depending on what the mom did or, daughter, or daughter-in-law daughter did, I don't know how it worked out. But probably one of them needs to adult up and apologize. Yeah. And the other one needs to adult up and apologize. And then they both need to forgive each other and move the fuck on.
0: Yeah. And also when there are little kids and, you know, mm-hmm.
2: you, want it to, you want grandparents if yeah. they can be. Unless they're toxic. And, yes. You know, I mean, who knows what's going on, but. As long as it's just like a disagreement, like oh you did that and I didn't like the way you talked to my child, you mean, know who knows what it could be. A yeah. zillion things. Yeah,
0: that's an easy like. Sorry, yeah. dude. Yeah, didn't mean to it's hurt your feelings. Up. Didn't yeah. think
2: it'd be taken that way. I'm sorry.
0: That's so true. An apology goes a long way, like an mm-hmm. acknowledgement of what you did, and and yeah. then cupcakes. I think that <laughs> smooths over. Perfect. It really
2: does. People get stoked when they get free stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah they, they do can really the food remember that comes in front of you without you yes. having to do anything it was a beautiful thing
0: yeah i i think so you know what i do to butter up my mother-in-law mm. when she comes over for christmas worst of all first of all i always i'm like aren't i like your best daughter-in-law like i'm the best <laughs> out of the ones you have because i'm the only one I <laughs> and i'm like i buy her her favorite pastries they're in the house when she oh. shows up i get her wine because mm-hmm. i want to keep her happy yes
2: Managing, that's very good. Very good. Uh huh. I like sp- nest for her a little I spo- bit. You get it all ready. Yeah. Oh, that's thoughtful.
0: I spoil the shit out of her at the top. That's a great hint, uh, uh, uh tip for you daughter in laws. Mm-hmm. If you spoil the in laws at the top, yep. Come on, what, what are they fucking complaining about? Mm-hmm. You got the coke or whatever in the fridge that they like. Their snacks are there it shows that you're thoughtful. Yep. You thought about them. You consider them. Anyway, I'm
2: perfect. That's all I'm trying to say. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, same I do the, I I do the nesting too I'll be like I got the Coke Zero you like even though I don't drink that shit I don't drink that shit I got yeah but th- it's you, you me song, how about that how about that because <laughs> you know it It makes them
0: happy that you thought about their needs yeah in advance exactly and your, your house you. is like ready
2: for them see you're Smart. welcome here
0: that's big for a mother for your mm-hmm. in-laws man find out what they like put that shit in your house yep. make them feel wanted because I think that's a that is the point of contention with Mother-in-law and daughter-in-law too. It's like, what's my role, you Mm -hmm. know? Because mom has been the woman in his life, so to speak, for however long. You're the
2: woman in her grandchildren's life, (laughs) hundred percent, and you control access to the grandchildren. Mm -hmm. So it's a sticky sitch. It is, and I could see why the the mom is upset because they're going to have another, right? And she's like, I'm not going to get to see these kids. She's freaking out. Ah. and she, and that's something that I do have to caution the daughter-in-law on is don't use the children as a chess no like you just can't put that in that it's it's not okay to use them to manipulate the grandma no. you have to work it out adult to adult figure out what's going on yeah and if you can as long like i said as long as she's not toxic it's not you know if one of them's a narcissist or something toxic meaning let's go through the list yeah who's toxic um it could be even just someone who's super passive aggressive won't communicate like an adult uh, someone who's a narcissist someone who has borderline personality disorder won't get help for it um anything like that really enmeshed with drugs, your, your husband. abuse, yes. drugs,
0: alcohol. Right. These people who are just really not together. Mm-hmm. They exactly. don't, they don't need to be. And then what kills me is people go, but they
2: need grandparents. No, no they don't. Not ones like that. <laughs> yeah. Have your friends be their funky aunts, grandparents, you know, have other people in their 100%. life. 100%. You don't have to have grandparents. You don't have to, to. be healthy. And I happy. never fucking knew anybody. I knew my one grandma who was
0: crazier than anything. And it was horrible. I wish I would never known her anyway. Okay. So let's go, since, ooh, sorry, so we're, st- we're still on family. I love this. I'm a 30-year-old stepmother of two teenage girls. Having a blended family is the hardest thing I've ever done, mm. dealing with a nightmare of the kid's biological mom. I run into so many issues where I don't know how to handle, from punishment of the kids to feeling worthless, even though I'm pretty much full-time mommy, since the girl's out with my husband and I, and I 95% of the time, meaning the mm. girls are with the husband and her 95% yeah. of the time. I feel so unappreciated and have to be the strict mom because their bio mom comes over and just gets to be their best friend and sabotages our rules constantly. Do you have any advice on how to handle things without me blowing up and without me stressing myself out constantly? Any advice?
2: Thank you. That's an interesting question on step parenting. Mm -hmm. That is so tough. It is really hard. In in an ideal situation, you as co-parents could talk about it and be on the same page, but it sounds like I don't know if that, I mean five percent of the time. I mean, she just comes in and gets to be like gifts for everybody. Yeah. You get to stay up as late as you want. You Eat yeah. all the candy you want. Um, I think so. You can try to talk to her about it. That's the ideal, woman to woman. Yes, and just say, "I love that you want to like start positive." I call it a hug and roll. So you're like, oh. you're like, "I love that you come and you spend time with the kids. You're so great with them. They get excited to see you. It's so great you can be in their life." And then we start to roll. So then you're like, but. <laughs> You know, it's hard for us then to come back if we keep them up. Start with one thing at a time, your biggest gripe. So like you let them stay up really late and then it's hard for them to get up for school the next day or I don't know, whatever it is. Um, do you mind trying to keep their bedtime, you know, between like seven thirty, eight thirty, or whatever, 8 and 9? Um, see what she says. See if you can have a commu- like an actual conversation about it that's productive. If you can't, then it's more about how you talk to the kids about it or you can just say like, you know, fun mom, like, I don't know what to call not fun mom. That's too nice. I think it's more like, you know, your your mom, your bio, bio mom's coming in town. You know how she likes to really get excited. Remember, that only happens with her for this little bit of time. Mm. You know, it's kind of just almost like in the same way, my mom would be like, you know, grandma will make you whatever you want. But when you come home, that's not how it is. You know, right. kind of stuff. Like establishing that that's not reality. Yes. This is a special little sliver of time. <laughs> it's you like get. vacation. It is. And then we got to come back to reality. So remember, you have to be up at seven. So when you get tired, you got to yeah. go to bed. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know they're kids and they might not. Depends on their ages. Yeah, but and you're stuff.
0: still doing the routine. You're starting
2: the thing. You're letting yeah. them know, you know, it's going to be all fun and games. But tomorrow, this is just only when Suzanne comes to town or, you know, whatever right. it is. I don't know. And really, I'm ass- I am
0: mean, I'm assuming it's got to be hard to speak to the bio mom. I'd assume. Contempt. We're just like, bitch, I know you're not doing. <laughs> you're not doing anything. <laughs> yeah. You're
2: not here for any of the hard stuff. The actual yeah. rearing of children. You're just like. Yeah. Good but time. try to talk. Try to do the hug and roll. Compliment her on things. Make her feel important. And then tell her like, you know, and it's hard. uh you know when they won't get up for school in time or they have tummy aches from all the junk food or i don't know
0: right if you if you present like a logical Mm -hmm. i'm assuming consequence like hey dude that yeah if you keep them up late they can't wake up the next morning if you feed Mm -hmm. them crap they're gonna be in pain
2: like it's logical yeah so you know would you and it's just asking for one thing at a time otherwise she'll feel like bombarded bombarded. i know Gosh, i I never
0: that's why i'm staying with tom forever i was like I don't, you know what i mean to deal with
2: that i can't yeah
0: i would find some 20 year old bitch gets oh, my children oh, and mm-mm. my dog i'd lose my mind and my house i would be like fuck
2: no yeah i'd you be stay like miserable with wife number one right you already <laughs> did this so you're gonna be stuck
0: hell yeah yeah
2: otherwise i'm gonna ruin your life yeah it's not gonna happen not gonna
0: happen mm-hmm. i ruined my body for your two kids right you are not letting some fucking bitch take my life mm-mm. I am the bottom bitch. <laughs> um, okay, so we did our voicemails. Let's do one last written question. Oh, this one seems interesting. Okay. Newlyweds. My Ooh. name is Hi, highly, I don't know. I'm 26. I live in Oregon, and I was recently married December 28th, 2019. Oh my gosh. Really new. Congratulations. Yeah. My husband and I have been together for over 2 years. I'd be lying if I said I don't feel different now that we're married hmm everyone told me that the first year is the hardest and boy am i believing that right now not even two days after the happiest day of my life we had a major blowout of a fight and continued to fight the rest of that week things are back to normal now but i'm looking for advice i've never had good examples of marriage growing up but i love this man more than i can even try to explain I have a six year old son from a previous relationship and he has a better father to him than his actual dad. I know how lucky I am, but I still get so pissed off at my husband. He's so annoying sometimes. And I'm asking for advice on what to do in those moments to keep my cool. I want to be a great wife because when my husband isn't being annoying, He's pretty freaking amazing. Thank you so much for this podcast. It makes me feel normal. Uh, your listener. I think it's Haley.
2: I was say Haley. We said highly. Haley. I'm pretty sure it's H- Haley. H-A-I-L-I. I've never yeah. seen
0: it. Oh, oh. L-I. Yeah.
2: Hmm. Probably Haley. Just yeah. no E-Y. Okay. Um, okay. A couple of things. Yeah. Here, do you want to look Everybody's up? annoying. Everybody's annoying. <laughs> but you have to, the best advice my mom ever gave me was be careful with how you pick your battles with your spouse. Um, I love Sean, but I'm annoyed by him every day. Yeah. But I just don't tell him. Yeah. Cause what's, <laughs> how's that going to help? And so when she said, uh, uh, what did she say? Something about like, she doesn't want to, um, oh, to keep her cool. I want to be a great wife, but he's, he's so annoying. Um, everybody's annoying. You just have yeah. to like in your head be like, and then you just go about your yeah. day. I mean that's I feel marriage. like that's marriage, yeah. 90% because is just being like, I'm just tuning that out. Right? And I'm not going to acknowledge that one. I've asked you to do that 5 times, but <laughs> I'm just going to pretend I didn't. And then pick the things that are really important because all those little things like, oh, I asked you to take the trash out or oh, you shaved your face and the hair's oh, all over the bathroom all, like you just day. shakes like a wet dog or some <laughs> shit. It's crazy. But I don't it's like yeah. Yeah. In my head, I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, hi, honey. So <laughs> you're going to learn to do that because those things aren't important. But the things that are important will be like clear communication, uh, intimacy, understanding each other, being on the same page. Like those are things you build over time and nitpicking is only going to erode your relationship and make it worse. Mm. And so, yes, he's annoying. I hear it. But by and large, he's a great guy. You love him. He's great to your son. So just talk to your friends about the annoying stuff and yes. talk it within your own head and then pick the things that are a really big deal like hey you need to help out when we clean the house together this should be something we do together because we dirty it together we clean it together you know how whatever the things are that are really important to you as part of a shared life say those things mm-hmm. what do you think
0: a hundred percent you have to pick and choose your battles as mm-hmm. a married person I, I agree i have whiskers in my sink mm-hmm. i too. have Shit splattered on the inner rim of the toilet, the top, which I I don't even know how how he gets shit on the top of the toilet. Uh... Underwear on my floor, dirty chonies. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's a bear. Yeah, But after 15 years, I'm like, is it worth me fucking with him on it? No. no. So you know what I actually recommend for most married people? And we had this when we were broke as a joke. housekeeper.
2: A hundred
0: percent. (laughs) Amen.
2: A hundred percent. It saved us from so many fights. Cause I don't have to deal with all that weird shit. I'm telling you, ladies, if you don't want to complain about dishes and garbage and all this shit, yep. a housekeeper, a professional, just don't go out to eat once. Pays uh, for it. Poof. Uh, yeah. I'm telling. It is. I 100% agree. with yes. that. Yes.
0: And that and because what I do now, if Tommy annoys me on that, like the the hair and the thing, mm-hmm. I go. Well, can this problem be outsourced? Yes. I often go, well, let's see. He doesn't do blah, blah, blah. Can that problem be outsourced? Can I throw
2: money at that? Yeah. Like in, like Instacart or yeah, like- Costco Delivers? All day. Oh. All day. Yes. Because I'm like, why do I always have to do this? Yeah. And he will say, like, we don't have any groceries and complain. Oh, that makes me nuts. And I'm like, I'm going to have somebody else do it. Yeah. Because I'm tired. Or, or, oh, yeah you wanted that thing well guess what there's this app called instacart sweetie mm-hmm. yep put and what- you can order put whatever in and just boom boom pick your time and it'll yeah. come here and be put away Poof. yeah, yeah i agree and that Ugh. is because there's always going to be those things and otherwise you just i mean imagine on that flip side being him thinking that you're doing fine because sometimes when especially with sean because he is actually very clean in a lot of ways but sometimes some things just bother me and he'd be like oh i thought i was doing so well and I'm like, oh, but I'm an, a- I'm an asshole. Yeah. So it's like imagine that side of him feeling like you're like, nye, 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 nye. Oh. and then who wants to fuck that person? Nobody. Nobody.
0: Well, that's another thing I was thinking too, is that when you're fucking mm-hmm. and your relationship is good, those things don't
2: bother you as no, much. No, you don't care about those you things.
0: You don't care about the, the, no. the laundry the on, on the, the floor.
2: floor or the, yeah. It's not that important.
0: And and that's how you know people aren't happy in the Mm -hmm. marriage. If they're... Can I tell you my worst? This is my worst thing. I hate it so much. When you go out with a couple and then the wife or the husband, whatever... is talking
2: shit about, about the their, other person in I front hate of, that. I hate makes that. me crazy. First of all, I feel bad for the other person. Of course. And second of all, I'm like, keep your dirty laundry at home. We yeah. came out to have a good time. Yeah. I'm sorry. You and need this to-
0: one, this one with his whiskers in the bowl. Right? And they're like, oh my God, I don't want to hear
2: your fucking oh, marital problems. I know. It's like, that's what couples counseling's for. Yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> just, and like putting and belittling the partner I know. in front of company, or just in general. like would In you, front of you? anybody else. Like, yeah. why would you
2: do that? And how... Icky, does the other person feel? Yeah, she's like, "Oh, I'm just a piece of shit." Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's not going to make that other person want to be better if you're putting them down. no It's so emasculating. Because my is. mother did that to my stepdad all the time, and it would just make me cringe. Like, "Bitch, why don't you care about the good stuff he's doing?" Like, right? You have good. to. You
2: have to notice all the good things and praise yeah. those things. Like, this person's a good father to her son from the previous marriage. Sounds like he treats her well. Yeah. He's just annoying. That's normal. Yeah. It's because it now normal. you're like, it, maybe it's shifted for her because now she's like, we're going to be together forever. And part of her is like, yay. And part of her is like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And
0: that's okay. Yeah. And figure out what it is that's really annoying. What is it? Yeah. What are those things? And if it's, if it's solved for... Okay, I don't know. This is a wild example. Does he like read newspapers? I don't know why Because there's there's no newspapers anymore. Let's say that's his thing. He wakes yep. up and he opens the New York Times and they're everywhere and it bothers you. Mm-hmm. Well, is there a corner of the house that you can make an office of his yep. and make special? Hey, this is your reading corner, babe. Go do that there. Yeah. And now you're not annoying the whole family you know what i mean exactly like make it special for him or some shit
2: yeah know. no but it's true i remember i love sex and the city it's like yes, my favorite so show too. Oh, yeah. and the, which oh, character are you oh uh, i don't know i'm kind of bossy like miranda but yeah. also kind of like a carry overthink things make myself go yeah. crazy
0: oh my god same
2: thing <laughs> <laughs> i'm kind of
0: dykey like a miranda <laughs> <laughs> but i'm innocent like charlotte in same way some ways i like to be like yeah. a lady yeah same yeah um <laughs>
2: The stupidest conversation we've had with. So I love it. Perfect. Yeah. But I love there's an episode where charlotte Harry moves in with Charlotte and he love. leaves his tea bags all oh. over and they're out to lunch and yeah. she's telling Samantha and all them. Yeah. And she's like, I have a tea bag situation. Samantha's like, breathe through your nose. And yeah. she's like, No. <laughs> like he's leaving if you teabagging, look it up if you're curious yeah. what talking about. But they leave tea bags all over the house and they're staining things. Yeah. So she goes home and she's like, Sweetie, I love you but the tea bags you know all over the house i mean you know and and he's like oh i didn't think about it and so sometimes you just have to communicate about the things that are really going to ruin things everybody has annoying shit they do that they don't realize they're like single behavior yeah um give him a minute to weed out the ones that he doesn't know he's doing it and he doesn't he can fix it yeah. and then outsource the rest
0: outsource that shit yeah. good advice remember when Harry would sit naked yes on <laughs> her white couch <laughs> the best episode I love that Harry character I love him so much I would say I'm more into him than
2: Mr. Big Mr. Big oh, was very I never abusive I really liked Mr. Big I, I liked I? Aiden
0: better I liked and Aiden I,
2: Harry was my favorite Mine I would too. have dated
0: Harry I would have married
2: yep. F. Harry's F. Mary the Mary Kill yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> I would marry Harry the yep. Jew lawyer I loved him I kill Big Fuck big. He's not good. No. But maybe, maybe fuck big. Maybe he is good. Yeah, F big. No, maybe Steve. I don't, I don't like know. Steve's too He's too weasley. Yeah, yeah, gross. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Aiden was a little too
2: crunchy for me as well. He, yes, but he was nice. He was a good guy. He was too nice. Yeah, I'd walk all over him. He's too,
0: yeah, he's too like, babe, we need to feel the thing. And I'm mm-hmm. like, ugh, and his thumb rings oh, and God, shit. and his turquoise. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we have deduced the only good one is Harry. Mm-hmm. We would marry Harry. But I like how Big's, I like Big's look. Same. Aesthetically, Very sexy. he's my guy. Yeah. yeah. But not, I don't like his emotional abuse
2: to carry. No, in and there. out. Are you, what are you doing? Pick, pick your side.
0: Okay, let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. Remember when he abandons her on their wedding day? Yes. Well, what could possibly justify this behavior? Is he a narcissist? What's, what's, I mean, have, have you ever
2: heard of that even happening in real life? No. No. Yeah. No, I have not heard of that happening. I'm trying to think of what I would, how I would classify Big. I don't know if he's so much, I mean, maybe he's a narcissist, but he doesn't seem to like, well, yeah, he pulls her in when he needs attention and he (gasps) needs her. So maybe. Oh. Maybe.
0: Mm. Because Carrie has
2: daddy issues. She totally does. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe. The
0: unavailable, he's emotionally unavailable. And that's attractive to her because it's normal. Ugh, I know man, that show was great. It's such a good show. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, thank you so much for coming here. Yeah, thanks for having me here. Amazing people. Go subscribe to Katie's channel. Go. She has literally anything, everything you can think of. This woman has talked about it buy her book are you okay i highly recommend that as well anything else katie you want to plug twitter are you on the you're on, on the I gram mean,
2: i'm all over yeah i like instagram best for my personal stuff oh i gotcha it's just for me i just do it for me yeah but yeah youtube's where it's at that's I have every new video every monday
0: exciting yeah. all right well um thank you so much yeah thank you and until next time stay cool moms it's my catchphrase. I like it. <laughs> where my mom's,
1: where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hidden bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning sheds, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at?
2: Where my
0: mom's at? Podcast with Christina P.